Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. After Hurricane Ian, the D.C. Council votes to end right on red at most intersections. I'm Dick Oleano. What Metro is doing about the millions of dollars it loses to fair evaders, I'm Christy King. We've lost a country mutual legend. Reaction to the park police change in body camera policy, I'm Neil Orgenstein. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. President Biden will travel to southwestern Florida today to survey some of the extensive damage done by Hurricane Ian. CBS News White House correspondent Stephen Portnoy says Mr. Biden will meet with a man who may run against him in 2024. The president will meet with small business owners and residents who've suffered losses, and he'll attend a briefing on the efforts to help them recover, led by his FEMA administrator and Florida's Republican governor, Ron DeSantis. Mr. Biden's press secretary says any political differences will be set aside for the moment. Police say a serial killer appears to be on a mission throughout the fatal shooting of six men, uh, five men, and the wounding of one woman. Ballistics tests and some video evidence have linked the crimes in Stockton and Oakland, California, about 70 miles apart. Stockton Police Chief Stanley McFadden. At this time, we don't know if it's a person or persons. We have absolutely no evidence that connects a person or persons to any of these incidences. Country singer Loretta Lynn has died. The daughter of a coal miner wrote songs about life and love that put her on top of the country music industry. Loretta Lynn said the songs she wrote and sang were about whatever is bothering me at the time. And what often bothered her was her husband, Oliver. He was known as Dew. His cheating, drinking ways inspired plenty of Loretta's music. And don't about her turbulent marriage in her autobiography, Coal Miner's Daughter, later turned into a popular film. I'm warning you, dude. I better not ever catch you with trash like that again. Still, the couple stayed married for 48 years until his death in 1996. He was not just my husband. He was my dad. He was everything. Jim Taylor, CBS News. Lynn died Tuesday at her home in Tennessee. She was 90. Major water problems for farmers in California, says CBS's Steve Futterman. According to the California Department of Water Resources, more than 1,200 wells have run dry this year. More than 94% of the state is now in a severe, extreme, or exceptional drought. Some scary moments for South Koreans, says reporter Alex Jensen in Seoul. People in South Korea's coastal city of Gangneung reportedly worried they might be under attack, but the South's military later admitted a ballistic missile it had test-fired crashed. South Korean troops had joined the American military in a show of force after North Korea's missile test over Japan a day earlier. Stocks in Hong Kong soared 5% on Wednesday, leading gains in Asian markets. The recovery followed two strong days on Wall Street. Tuesday, the Dow, S&P 500 and NASDAQ all up about 3%. This is CBS News. Serta Pro commercial painters have powers beyond those of ordinary painters. The power of disruption. We work with you to ensure a smooth project. The power of making you look good. Making sure it's done right, on time and within budget, so every property manager looks like a hero. That's CertiPro Painters. The power of pro. Get your project started at CertiPro.com. Each CertiPro Painters business is independently owned and operated. WTLP at 303. 
Wednesday morning, middle of the week, October 5th, 2022. Light rain through mid-afternoon, then gradual clearing as we head towards the evening. High today, 63 degrees, 50 you're waking up to in our nation's capital now. Hi, Dean Lane, we do indeed thank you for taking us along through your early Wednesday morning ride. Transportation topping the local stories we're looking at for you as we head into this day together. You may like the convenience of turning right on red these days, but the practice... Well, it's a big step closer this morning to mostly going away in the district. The D.C. Council has voted to end right on red at most intersections starting in January 2025. The measure still requires the mayor's signature, and DDOT would have time to plan for the change and install new signs. Ward 3 Council Member Mary Che, chair of the Transportation Committee, says the change will promote safety. Many traffic engineers, advocates, and community members agree that prohibiting right turns on red should be expanded uh, across the district. Also, the bill will allow people riding bicycles and scooters to go through intersections with stop signs and red lights without stopping when it's safe to do so. As long as they are moving slow enough to observe their surroundings and avoid hazards. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. The gap between the money Metro takes in versus what it spends is expected to be a half billion dollars within the next few years. Now, to that end, to try to do something different, Metro says it's starting a big campaign to bring in more green, as in cash, by cracking down on fare evaders. Even students who get free Metro bus and rail rides through their school systems are costing Metro money if they jump fares and fail to tap their cords to be counted for reimbursements. Conservative estimates are that fare evaders will cost Metro $40 million this year in lost revenue. After this month's warning period, citations for skipping fares will cost 50 bucks in D.C. and up to $100 in Maryland and Virginia. Christy King, WTOP News. WTOP News Time, now 3.05. We're hearing local reaction now to news that park police and other law enforcement agencies in the Department of Interior will be required to use body-worn cameras. Well, I'm disappointed that five years after the death of Bijan Gazar, it's taken this long for the Department of Interior to change policies about body cameras. Virginia Senator Mark Warner says body cameras are a small step forward, but Park Police still owe a better explanation to the family of Bijan Gazar, who was shot in 2017 after a chase and traffic stop. It's not a new phenomenon. I guess I'm glad that the department is finally moving in this direction, but it does feel like it's been a slow, slow process. Neil Loggenstein, double WTLP News. A woman from Alexandria was stopped at Reagan National Airport this week when security agents spotted a loaded handgun as the X-Raider carry-on. The TSA officers telling Metropolitan Washington Airport's Authority Police who confiscated the gun, which was loaded with six bullets. They gave the woman a citation on weapons charges. She told them she forgot she had the weapon with her. The TSA says this is the 24th gun that officers have prevented from being carried onto a flight this year. It's 3.06. Two Good Samaritans are being credited this morning with saving a man in Silver Spring from another man who was trying to shoot him. It was Saturday evening when passerbys on Pisgah Lane saw 24-year-old Marcus Elijah Conway struggling with another man on the ground for something. They would soon discover that was a gun. Then they claimed Conway pointed that gun at the other man's head. Then they heard a click like the gun misfired, according to Montgomery County Police. After that, investigators say one good Samaritan fought Conway for the gun. A second came over to help hold him down until police got there. The man Conway is accused of attacking was shot but is expected to be okay. Conway is under arrest and charged with attempted murder, among other charges. 
Mike Marillo, WTOP News. If your hair is thinning, there is only one company with the experience to grow your hair back. PAI Medical Virginia at 703-763-0118. Why? Their hair transplant technology is trademarked. Nobody else has it. PAI Medical Group has been specializing in hair transplants for over 25 years. Today, you'll receive $1,000 off their trademarked procedure, multi-unit hair grafting, or the Artist Robotic FUE. PAI Medical Virginia is so confident of the results you will have, they are giving you this offer when you call today. PAI Medical Virginia is only one of two clinics in the entire U.S. to have this technology. Go to PAIMedicalVirginia.com or call them right now at 703-763-0118 for a free evaluation. That's 703-763-0118 and grow your hair back. Wednesday morning, October 5th, where the time now is 3.08. Welcome Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Driving and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Good morning to Rich Hunter with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. Hi, good morning, Dean. Uh, uh, one of our listeners called in from Prince William County, eastbound 66 in the express lanes near 29 Gainesville. The crash along the left side, single vehicle into the guardrail. Authorities are out with it. Uh, for now, all lanes are open. Uh, most of the fire rescue apparatus clear. Apparently, no injury, so good news there. Beyond that, nothing else in your way. And the express lanes through Centerville. Uh, remember, in the main line in Centerville, working between 29 and the Fairfax County Parkway, single right lane gets you by the work zone. And don't forget the off-ramp, uh, the exits to both north and southbound uh, Fairfax County Parkway closed as part of the traffic shift. Now, beyond that, nothing else in your way. Getting to the Beltway or even inside the Beltway, all the way through Roslyn and the Roosevelt Bridge are in good shape. Beltway in Virginia, not such good news. Interloop stopped again between Arlington Boulevard and I-66. Once you do get moving, you will get by. Single file to the right. Don't forget the exit to eastbound 66 is closed. The express lanes are not an option. They are closed between the entrance in Springfield and the 66 interchange. Part and parcel of that whole work zone. Also working 66 eastbound between Sycamore Street and the Dulles Connector Road. Single file left past the work zone. And then as you approach and pass over the Beltway headed toward Nutley Street, you're down to a single left lane there as well. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. A cloudy start this morning and chilly with temperatures in the upper 40s and low 50s. We'll take it up to the low 60s this afternoon, drying out, but clouds remain. Thursday, mid-70s, mostly sunny. Plenty of sunshine for your Friday with highs in the upper 70s. A chilly weekend, high temperatures around 60 degrees on Saturday. The good news is we have sunshine both days. High temperatures on Sunday will be in the low 60s as well. Overnight lows during the weekend, if you're planning on headed out, doing a night on the town, well, temperatures will be down into the 40s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. On the region, this early morning, we are at 49 degrees in Rockville, 50, Ashburn, 48. You're waking up to in District Heights. Early morning, 3 a.m. hour, Wednesday morning, midweek, October 5th, 2022, 50 and holding. Right now in our nation's capital. This check brought to you this morning by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Good morning. Welcome in 311 on WTOP. Glad you're with us this early morning. Get the top news of the day straight to your inbox. Sign up for WTOP's breaking news email alerts. 
Go to WTOP.com slash alert. Are you tired of paying more and getting less? Well, if you're looking to lose weight and get healthy, my friends at Copair want to help you reach those goals and are willing to do it for less. Hi, it's Rita Kessler. For a limited time, you can jumpstart your weight loss at Copair with 30% off the regular investment. That's because they're so confident they can help you. I mean, who doesn't want to lose up to 15 pounds in four weeks? Plus, not only will you lose, you'll learn. Copair taught me how to not only lose the weight, but keep it off. All thanks to my personal health coach. The support she offers keeps me on the right track, and even better, once you reach your goal, you'll have free support from your coach forever. There's no better place to invest your money than in your health. Start now with this outstanding offer, their fall-off offer. It's a limited-time, four-week introductory offer to jumpstart your weight loss for just $7.99. That's 30% off. Call 855-888-0180 to get started, or go to COPA. A-R-E-Health.com. Here's Mario Orsini, Associate Director of Security with Raytheon Intelligence and Space. October is Cybersecurity Awareness Month when we focus on safer, trusted, and more secure online experiences. At Raytheon Intelligence and Space, every day is about cybersecurity. We break the definition of cyber defense, hiring the sharpest minds, using our understanding of how actors think to actively hunt threats, and designing one-of-a-kind, never-been-done-before solutions to protect our nation's most vital infrastructure and our way of life. Visit rtx.com slash cyber. This is WTOP News. Campaign 2022 continues on WTOP this morning. Lots of attention right now on Georgia's U.S. Senate race where Republican candidate Herschel Walker is denying a recent report that he asked a former girlfriend to get an abortion. I never asked anyone to get an abortion. I never paid for an abortion, and it's a lie. That was Walker speaking with Sean Hannity on Fox recently following a report in the Daily Beast. This morning, WTOP Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller talks about the fallout from this story this week. It's really shaken things up. Privately, Republicans are really concerned about the response from Walker's son, Christian, who's a conservative and often posts on social media. He issued a scathing video about his father on Twitter. Family values, people. He has four kids, four different women, wasn't in the house raising one of them. He was out having sex with other women. Do you care about family values? Christian Walker there referring to Walker's acknowledgement his father in recent months that he had several other children with other women. Still publicly, Republicans are standing by Herschel Walker with statements of support, including one from the head of the National Republican Senatorial Committee, Florida Senator Rick Scott, noting that Walker has denied the report. Mitch, uh, let's take a look at some of the other U.S. Senate races. We have a new poll in Florida where the campaign is continuing in the wake of Hurricane Ian. Right. This is a race Republicans know they have to win, and there's some good news for them from a new Mason-Dixon poll showing GOP Senator Marco Rubio with a six-point lead over Democratic Congresswoman Val Demings. Both of them have been maintaining a high profile during the aftermath of Ian, and they're continuing to run campaign ads. By the way, President Biden will meet with Republican Governor Ron DeSantis on Wednesday when the president goes to Florida. How do things look in some of those key battleground states? In Pennsylvania, the race between Democratic Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman and Republican Mehmet Dr. Oz still appears to be a dead heat, according to a 
compilation of the latest polls in Wisconsin. Republican Ron Johnson has opened up a slight lead over Democratic challenger Mandela Barnes. Johnson, by the way, said he believes it's inaccurate to call what happened on January 6th an armed insurrection, getting attention for that. In North Carolina, in a race for an open seat, Republican Ted Budd, who has been endorsed by former President Trump, has a slight lead over Democrat Sherry Beasley, with some Beasley supporters clamoring for the National Democrats to give her more money and financial support. And in Nevada, another very closely watched race, it remains a toss-up between Democratic Senator Catherine Cortez Masto and Republican Paul Laxalt. Remember, Election Day, believe it or not, is now only five weeks from today. Campaign 2022 continues on WTOP. WTOP Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller talking with Hillary and Sean. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. WTOP and Dean Lane. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Good Wednesday morning, midweek, October 5th. Time now, 3.15. Sports time indeed. Rob's turn this early on. The Nationals were swept in the doubleheader in New York as the Mets clinched a 100-win season and the Nats clinched the worst record in baseball. Paolo Espino perhaps saved his worst for last, giving up seven runs on five hits and walked two in only a third of an inning. What happened, Dave Martinez? His location. I mean, he wasn't throwing the ball we wanted to throw it, and um, he got behind. We won the fastball, his breaking ball. His, his misses were not where we wanted him, so it was just a tough outing for him. To cap a tough season in which he goes winless, as does Corey Abbott after a rough four-inning start in the 4-2 loss to start the day. Conversely, the Nats' bullpen pitched a combined 11 and two-third innings in the doubleheader, giving up only one earned run. Speaking of Nationals pitching, some interesting comments from general manager Mike Rizzo preceded the doubleheader. He used the word mystery to describe... Steven Strasburg's status for next year. He proclaimed MLB losses leader Patrick Corbin still a part of the rotation come 2023. In the American League, Aaron Judge, the new home run king. He hit record number 62 on the season. He passes fellow Yankee Roger Maris's 61-year-old mark. Camden Yard set to host a traditional doubleheader starting at 1235 after the Orioles and Blue Jays were rained out Tuesday night. The Washington Commanders announced the historic hiring of Lindsey Gately as assistant athletic trainer and physical therapist, the franchise's first full-time female member of the training staff. On the injury front, center Chase Ruye is having knee surgery that all but ensures his Season is over. Tackled Sam Cosme had surgery on his thumb. No word on how long he will be sidelined. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. All right, thanks, Rob. As always, 317 on WTOP. Among the top stories we're following for you this 3 a.m. hour, Wednesday morning, midweek, October 5th. On WTOP, lawyers for former President Trump have asked the U.S. Supreme Court this week to step into the legal fight over those classified documents the FBI seized recently during the search of his Florida estate. They have asked the high court to let the special master now in the case review roughly 100 classified documents. Stay tuned. Back and forth is back again. Billionaire Elon Musk now says this morning he will buy Twitter at its original price of 44 billion bucks this coming days, just before a Twitter lawsuit attempting to force Musk to buy the company would have gone to trial. And the federal government may soon lose its ability to borrow. The national debt is approaching $31.4 trillion, the debt ceiling, which is an artificial cap on debt the government can actually exceed, cannot exceed, without the approval of Congress. Stay with WTOP for more on these developing stories in just minutes. Wednesday morning, where the time is 3.18. 
traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. First, as always, over to Rich Hunter this morning in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, where traffic was stopped on the inner loop of the Beltway between Arlington Boulevard and I-66. You're once again getting by the work zone, single file to right, uh, but it'll take a few minutes for those delays to ease out. Uh, again, inner loop between Arlington Boulevard and I-66. Again, getting by, single file to right. The work that was on the outer loop that had closed the ramp to go west on 66, that work zone has been picked up. So you can once again exit there, but be aware they are still working on 66 westbound. As you approach and pass over the Beltway headed toward Nutley Street, we were down to a single left lane getting by. And the exit that would take you to the outer loop and the outer loop express lanes, that have been closed as part of that work. You're diverted further west to Nutley Street to ride ramps and come back. Now, if you're traveling uh, further inside the Beltway on 66 westbound, between Sycamore Street and the interchange for the Dulles Connector Road, single left linkage by the work. Ramp to the Connector Road is open, but once you're on the Connector Road, between 66 and 123 in McLean, that you are also down to a single lane to the right through the work zone. Rich Hunter, WTOB Traffic. If you're ready for the sunshine, you'll have to wait another day. This morning, we're waking up to clouds, a chilly start, temperatures in the 40s and 50s. By this afternoon, we'll peak in the low 60s, and while we're drying and Clearing a bit, we still have a lot more clouds around than we will Thursday. Thursday looks nice. Mostly sunny on Thursday with highs in the mid-70s. For your Friday, mid to upper 70s, plenty of sunshine. The weekend brings sunshine as well, but cooler weather with highs on Saturday in the low 60s and highs on Sunday in the low to mid-60s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. 51 in Manassas, Metro Center, 52 as well. In Frederick, Maryland this morning, 50 exactly in holding in our nation's capital. True economic equity and inclusion starts with empowerment. At Melwood, a leading employer, advocate, and preferred service provider for people with disabilities, we're committed to building a world where people with disabilities are fully included, starting with employment. When more people are empowered through employment, all of society benefits, and we can build a more sustainable, innovative, and equitable economy. Melwood is here to educate and partner with individuals and organizations to build a more inclusive workforce, develop pipelines, and provide strategies for equitable recruitment, hiring, and retention of people with disabilities. This is National Disability Employment Awareness Month, so ask yourself, what's your role in the equity equation? To learn more about how your company can diversify its workforce by recruiting and hiring people with disabilities, Visit www.melwood.org. That's M-E-L-W-O-O-D.org. Save big at Regency Furniture's fabulous Beat the Clock sale. Starting 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., save 60% off on every Regency living room, dining room, and bedroom. Plus, get a discount equal to your sales tax or 60 months no interest. From 2 to 5 p.m., save 55% off. And from 5 to close, save 50% off. Remember, the sooner you get to Regency, the bigger the discount. Hurry, don't let time run out. Beat the clock and save 60% off. Starting 10 a.m. Saturday at Regency Furniture in Maryland and Virginia. This is WTOP News. To the tech world this morning, looks like the founder of SpaceX and co-founder of Tesla is indeed about to become the owner of Twitter after all. After at first trying to buy the social media platform, then trying to back out of the deal, Elon Musk says in a letter to Twitter this week that he is ready to buy the company at the originally agreed on price of $44 billion, and Twitter says it has agreed. Trading in Twitter's stock, which had been halted for much of the day, eventually resumed trading and soared 22%.
This morning, CBS News correspondent Steve Futterman says he thinks the upcoming trial between Musk and Twitter may have led here to Musk's change of heart on this one. Well, yes, I think you're right. I think that's what's pushed Elon Musk to decide to go back to his original offer. But I think you said something very important in the introduction. It seems like the deal's back on again. No one seems to be 100% sure this trial with Twitter suing Musk had been set for later this month. The trial apparently will not be dismissed right now. Twitter's not doing anything to uh, call off that trial, maybe sort of as a backstop in case Elon Musk decides once again to back out. Remember, he said he was buying it, then he said he was not going to buy it. Now he says he's going to buy it again. Very unpredictable uh, what he does. He's always been an unpredictable, sort of a outside-the-lines type businessman been a successful businessman, but he does things his own way. And I think that's why Twitter right now is not saying it's going to end the lawsuit. Well, how might Twitter change if this does go forward under Elon Musk's direction? Well, it could change in many ways. I mean, first of all, uh, you may not have as many people banned from Twitter as you've had in the past. There have been some suggestions that perhaps he would allow former President Trump to go back on Twitter. Unclear on that. He's not really said yes or no on that. But some people feel that perhaps some of the rules that Twitter has imposed have limited some absolute free speech, which Musk seems to like a bit more than the, the current Twitter owners and the executives at Twitter. So he might loosen that a bit, but still too early to tell. What is the thinking in terms of what t current Twitter users might do if more people, such as the former president, who have been banned, are allowed back on the platform? Is there a thinking that there might be a mass exodus? Well, I don't think a mass exodus is likely. Twitter sort of controls this field. President Trump, former President Trump, has tried to come up with his Twitter version. Hasn't been that successful. Twitter is the 800-pound gorilla, as, as they sometimes say. It's in control of this type of social media platform. There could be challenges later on. I mean, I remember when Yahoo was bigger than Google. Obviously not now, so things can change. But right now, I don't think even if Musk changes some of the rules and people are upset, if if certain people are allowed back on Twitter, I don't think there will be a mass exodus that's very effective. Well, Steve, anything else uh, we should be keeping an eye on in terms of uh, Elon Musk and Twitter right now? <laughs> I think it's just what Elon Musk is going to say in the days and weeks ahead. Is he going to be upset about what the claims are from Twitter about how many users they have? Remember, that was one of the early complaints he said. He had he said that the number of users, Twitter users, was being inflated. He didn't like that. That may made in his mind the company worth less. We'll have to wait and see what this finally results in. Nothing is sure with Elon Musk till the ink is dry. For the latest from the tech world, CBS News correspondent Steve Futterman talking with our Michelle Bash. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. For the time now is 325 Money News. Each half hour at 25 and 55. Preview of your business day here on WTOP Wednesday morning, October 5th. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. The sale of Twitter to Elon Musk is back on. Musk has confirmed he wrote Twitter once again offering to buy the social media platform at his original offer price. Apparently after his lawyers decided the case wasn't going well, the move comes two days before his scheduled deposition by lawyers this week in the lawsuit brought by Twitter to force him to go ahead with the sale. We'll see 
see if we should start calling it an October stock rally after yesterday's gains of almost three to three and a third percent. Money managers had said the September sell-off was overdone, but some of Wall Street's biggest banks don't think the stock averages have hit their low points. Banks including HSBC and Goldman Sachs say they expect to see the S&P drop another five percent or so by the end of the year. No more hiring in Amazon's retail business for the rest of the year. The New York Times reports Amazon's the latest tech company to pause hiring plans because of growing economic uncertainty. There had been about 20,000 openings posted as of Monday. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Joan Doniger on WTOP. Are you tired of paying more and getting less? Well, if you're looking